0: So welcome guys to another session today. I want to be talking about the art of prioritizing your inner peace. Okay. So this is an inspiration uh, today's life. And this topic is an inspiration that came from a meditation retreat uh, that I did back in September. I went to a beautiful mountain here in Barcelona called Montserrat. It's a very magical mountain for me. It's very unique shape, it's very energetic, and I have spent a lot of time hiking there and slept there several times, and I really love it. And there is a a Buddhist temple in there that they offer meditations, uh, meditation retreats. So I was seeking for something like that in September. My intuition told me, Mm. Emilio, you have to go and, and do something like around meditation for a few days. So I decided to go there. Um, And it was a beautiful experience. It was three days. I I went with my tent. I was camping. Uh, So it was an extra experience of not having a room, just being in the wild camping. When I opened my tent, I saw the beautiful mountain in the background and the clouds and the trees. And it was beautiful. And the teachings around the meditation that we did there and, and what they shared were very nice. And there were a few key takeaways that I really really want to bring here I really want to share them with you and I want to blend them with what I normally talk about I want to blend them with communication with organization with executive functioning skills with the day-to-day practicality of it how can we integrate that ancient wisdom in our day-to-day lives in a practical way in a way that is easy to take action on and that's what I would like to share with you today just a few takeaways that hopefully you will feel inspired hopefully they will make you reflect and think about maybe new ways of 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 being in your day-to-day life so yeah so thank you Amanda for being here I have new found time and see what calls to me so, and you find this this talk amazing so thank you so much uh let's get started first because we are gonna be talking about inner peace so why don't we get grounded a little bit uh, i invite you to close your eyes if you feel comfortable take a few deep breaths and enjoy the sound of the singing ball it's a tibetan singing ball And when you are ready, uh, you can come back. Yeah, thank you. I, I needed that today. Uh, I just came from a funeral of my friend Raul. Uh, his grandmother passed away a few days ago. And, and I went to a meeting before and I was running around and I really was <laughs> feeling a little bit uh, all over the place. So my inner peace wasn't here yet. So the singing ball always help, helps me. So Alison says, uh, what a great topic. I have visited Montserrat and have a bracelet from there. Amazing, Alison. Such a wonderful mountain. If any of you come to Barcelona anytime, I really recommend if you have the time to go to Montserrat. Uh, It's a beautiful mountain. It's a beautiful scenery. And if you are a hiker, don't just stay on the monastery. Just go up and hike up. And there are so many beautiful pathways that you can take. The views are stunning and the energy of that place is so, so beautiful. So, yeah, so amazing. So let's get started sharing about some of the takeaways um, from that Buddhist meditation retreat. First of all, I would like to ask to all of you. Are you guys familiar with Buddhism? Are you guys familiar with the teachings? Uh, do you practice, maybe, Buddhism? Um, I would like to know if there is anyone here that maybe should be leading this talk instead of me. Uh, me, personally, uh, I, was, I was in some countries where Buddhism was very prevalent. Um, so I read a little bit about it, I, I experienced it uh, in some of the countries. This meditation retreat, it was the first time for me to do something like that around Buddhism. so. Some people say, yes, familiar with it. Yes, no knowledge of it. Yes, familiar with it. Uh, hi, breeze. <laughs> Amazing. So some of you are familiar, some of you are not. And that's great. This is not about Buddhism. This is about what I got from that meditation retreat. And I felt inspired to share. So the, the first thing that really caught my attention was how they really teach you about how grateful we should be to be able to be here, okay? So having a, a precious human life. Basically, they say that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And how easy it is to forget how, how lucky we are to have this opportunity to be here experiencing this reality. So that, that is the first thing that they were talking about. And then they were talking about death death and the impermanence of things using death as a motivation to to make the best out of our human experience here because you don't know when you're gonna die we don't know when we're gonna go we don't know when we're going to transition and i don't know what your belief is around death but death is something that we all are going to face sooner or later and it doesn't have to be something negative. And today it's funny because today I came from a funeral. And um, my good friend, uh, he was saying bye to, to his grandmother. And I was reflecting about, about my trip when I was traveling around the world. And I was in, in, I think it was Cambodia. We were hiking and we arrived to this village. And in that village, to me, they were having a big party, lots of food very colorful, lots of smiles and laughs. And I I kind of went there and I asked someone, hey, what, what, what are you guys celebrating here? And it was a funeral. They were celebrating a funeral. They call it celebration of life. We are celebrating this person's life. We are remembering everything that we, all the experiences that we had, and we are encouraging this person to transition into whatever comes next. with with love, with happiness, and we want to be here for that person. And I thought, how wonderful that is, right? And how much sadness sometimes we have around death and how much attachment we have to the people around us and when they go, how painful it is. So using death to motivate yourself to really make every second count, make every day special. Don't wait for the future because you don't know how much fear you're going to have. And this is something that I have heard in other areas too, in other podcasts. I have read in other books using death as a motivation, using death as an awakening call. And if you think about it, I'm sure you may know someone who had an accident, who had a near death experience, and how much that experience transformed that person. Sometimes a person completely changes. The view of the world, the priorities, what they do, how they behave, they completely 100% change after they have a near-death experience. Because it's like something that they realize, wow, life is really short. I don't have infinite amount of time. So how can I make the best out of every second that I have here? So it's really, really powerful, right? And, And they were talking about that. So how beautiful and how grateful we should be to have the opportunity to be here as humans and have this experience, human experience, uh, and how we can use death as a motivation, death to put things in perspective, to remember how impermanent things are. Um, I like the principles of Buddha. I am learning about Buddhism and I include some of its principles in my spirituality. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And this is the beautiful piece of this that maybe you don't agree, maybe you don't like everything, but there are key pieces that you will connect with, you will relate to. They will talk to you. And today, I just want to share the ones that talk to me. Maybe your experience will be different if you were there, right? But so that's, those are the first two key points. Then they talk about the actions that we do. They talk about the karma and the dharma. Karma being actions, every action that you do has an impact on yourself and in other people's lives. So you can choose to to do good actions, to label them, and bad actions. You can choose to hurt someone, you can choose to love someone, you can choose to help someone, you can choose to ignore someone. And thinking and becoming aware of how, how you do that, right? What are the actions that you choose to take? And they talk about, the importance of creating dharma. Because uh, they believe that we are in a samsara. Basically, we are being reborn constantly and we are always kind of on this uh, samsara wheel of life, rebirth, death. Uh, We're born, we die, we're reborn again. And and they believe that the way out of that samsara is to get enlightened. And how do you get enlightened? By doing the work, by creating a lot of dharma, by detaching from things. And then they talk about mental perturbations. Mental perturbations. What are they? <clears throat> Some examples of mental perturbations that may cloud your mind. And they also call it a like a poison for your mind. These are thoughts. These are energies that we can get into that are not really good for us. So some examples are ignorance, ignorance, confusion, doubt. How many of you doubt yourselves when you want to do something and you just don't want to get started because you doubt your ability, because maybe perfectionism get on the way, maybe you don't want to fail, maybe you are afraid of what other people are going to think about you. All those things are... They are a mental perturbation, really. They are something that is not really real. It's something that comes into your mind, but it's not the reality. It didn't happen, most likely, yet. You're just making an assumption. You're just having a thought of something that is a possibility, but it is not the reality, at least maybe not still now. So they talk about that, how much attachment we have to things, how much um, desires, expectations... uh, things are what they are but you can have a thousand different ways of looking at it okay so if you take for example you take the rain the rain is the rain it's just water falling down the sky okay for some people rain is amazing they love it they love the sound they love getting wet they love playing in it for some other people rain sucks it's it's annoying i get wet my hair gets crazy i don't like my shoes wet my socks get wet, I am cold and it's the same thing but we have so many different views of that thing, we have so many stories, we put different meaning to the same exact same thing so that is also like a mental perturbation that is a a way for us to see things from different angles that sometimes It's just not the reality anymore. It's just the story that you are associating to that reality. It's the meaning that you are placing to that experience. Uh, Another beautiful example that comes to mind is, for example, imagine that you are walking down the street and you witness an accident. So there is an accident. There is something traumatic that happened. If there are 20 people there that saw that accident, I can tell you that every single person of those 20 people are going to react completely differently. Some people will be traumatized. Some people won't care. Some people will be a little bit moved, but they are taking action. Some people will be completely paralyzed. So the exact same experience, the exact same accident has 20 different reactions, 20 different meanings, 20 different stories, and it's the exact same event. So this is another example of how we as humans and our mind and the experiences that we have, what we have learned about the world, the belief systems that we may have and follow may dictate the meaning that we give to an experience. And this is something that they talk about, all these mental perturbations, all these mental states that we get into And how important it is to be able to detach from all these things and to just come to the present moment, to what really is. And when you can do that, that's when they talk about how important it is to prioritize your inner peace, because that is the only thing that really exists. Everything else, it's temporal, everything else is impermanent, everything else comes and goes the only thing that you can control the only thing that is really true is your inner peace so regardless of what's happening you can choose to feel well you can choose to to be peaceful and then you take care of something and then you take action or whatever but they say always always prioritize your inner peace first that is the most important thing that you can do So Kathleen says, my sister passed away unexpectedly two weeks ago. I'm really sorry about your loss, Kathleen. Our entire family got together to celebrate her life. It had been years since we were all together. She didn't want us mourning or crying. Since she passed, I keep trying about all the things I want to do that I have been putting off. Amazing for me that you are talking about this today. Yeah, Kathleen, isn't it it interesting how things happen? Isn't it interesting that maybe I am doing this, this talk just for you? Maybe you need to hear this. Maybe you need to reflect about this. Uh, synchronicity, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So what do you guys think so far of what I have shared? What what called to you? What is something that you feel that is interesting? Uh, have you felt that a resistance about something that I have shared that you felt like, ooh, uh, it's interesting to, to really reflect about where you guys are at right now. Um, yeah, feel free to use the chat the, the chat to share <clears throat> like whatever is present for you right now, and then I can I can keep going after with some of the ideas that I wanna I wanna share about. Tomorrow is not promised. So live each day with grace. Yeah, that is beautiful, Monica. Tomorrow is not promised. So we don't know if we're going to make it tomorrow until tomorrow. So finding that balance about what we want to do, who we want to become, the things that are really important to us. Like if there is a deadline, like if you knew, for example, that you are going to die in two months from now, what would you do? how would you react right what will your priorities be and this is not something about getting obsessed about this idea okay and going in this <laughs> dark spiral uh, but it's something really to think about like wow like what would i do if if i knew i only had one year left for example two years left and then thinking about the priorities that you will set in your mind and what you will how will you use your time and energy it can really help you to start changing your life now and maybe you have 40 years who knows but why wait sometimes why are we waiting for um so this says prioritizing inner peace definitely resonates with me Uh, the importance of prioritizing your own peace and creating stability praying for Kathleen and her family stuck by language of protecting peace versus cultivating peace um assumption that it is already there now yeah cultivating peace sounds amazing and and this is something really important also to to notice right the power of the word okay and this is another example of of this attachment of this mental perturbation that we may have the same word can mean something completely different to each of you the tone of a specific word can mean something completely different to you so for example if i say a word that maybe triggers you because you have an you had an experience and someone told you that word in that specific tone and i say that you are going to be triggered by that because it's going to make you remember that event another person will hear the exact same thing and they won't care about it so this is another example of how we place meaning This is another example of another mental perturbation of the reality has nothing to do with the meaning that we assign to it. And this is the work. The work is to learn how to keep cultivating that inner peace regardless of what happens outside, regardless of what happened to us. It's kind of like healing, processing, being present as much as possible and being aware of what's happening, but kind of seeing things come and go and you choose how you react to them, you choose how, yeah, what you think about them or you become aware of like, wow, I am noticing this about myself. I am noticing that when this person is saying that, I am feeling something in the pit of my stomach or I am feeling my my neck goes like this. So there is really something there for me to explore, to heal, to process. discover and and this really connects really nicely with with healing connects with very nicely with uh, when i talk about executive functioning skills and i talk about metacognition for example metacognition is the skill that allows you to be present allows you to reflect it allows you to notice what's happening how you are acting what you are feeling so that skill goes really nicely with How can you become aware of any mental perturbations that you may have by being present, by observing yourself, by using that executive functioning skill to really notice and maybe you have a practice, maybe you have a meditation practice, maybe you go for a walk by yourself in solitude and you think about something that happened to you and then you start noticing what's going on and then you start noticing, wow this is a, this is happened, this is a pattern I have, and then you, you have the option to start choosing to do something different, start choosing to react differently to that pattern, to that trigger. Um, another executive functioning skill that, that really helps with this is uh, emotional self-regulation and impulse control. Emotional self-regulation allows you to, to manage the emotions that may show up when you are Noticing, when you are reflecting, when you are becoming aware of something that you may not like, or maybe you are remembering a situation that is really stressful or it created anxiety or someone did something that really hurt you or or someone passed away and you are still grieving and you are really feeling the sadness in you. Uh, Emotional self-regulation is something that allows you to manage those emotions, give them space, process them, express them. And then impulse control is your ability to pause between you noticing something and then you reacting to it. Instead of you reacting unconsciously, maybe doing something that you will regret, you will notice something, you will give a pause a few seconds, and then you will decide how you wanna react to it. And that is impulse control. You are learning how to stay present with that discomfort, with that trigger, and don't do something that you have always done the same way and it doesn't serve you anymore. So you get to choose to start doing something different. Um, Amazing, hi Elena, welcome. Uh, Yeah, and then something that also connects with this very nicely, with all these topics that we are talking about, about inner peace and becoming aware of all these mental perturbations and, and really talking about how can we become aware of them, how can we process them, how can we change them, and how can we prioritize that inner peace when we are in the middle of something that is emotional, right? And, and something that really connects really nicely with this is the law of attraction, that I have talked about in past lives and I have some audio tracks that you can listen to and the law of attraction states how important it is how you feel and feeling is one of the main tools for you to be able to attract what you want in your life and the law of attraction also states that whatever you are feeling, whatever you are thinking about and feeling the majority of the time that's what you are going to get more of okay so if you are always worrying that is a a mental perturbation always worrying about what can happen that is not real but you are worrying about what can happen you are vibrating you are feeling that fear and then you are going to start attracting more of that if you are on the other side looking at the bright side of things you are connecting with the possibilities that could happen and you are feeling like, wow, that would be amazing, I can do this, and I'm gonna feel this way, and you actually start feeling that, even though the event didn't happen yet, but you start anticipating that feeling, then the law of attraction states that if you are feeling that, you are vibrating that, you are going to attract more of that. So it's very interesting how this inner peace and mental perturbations connect with also the law of attraction and and what that states. And I don't know if you believe in that or not, but it really connects really well with it. What do you guys think about that? I'm curious to know. Um, Johan says, good morning, long time since I have heard you, Emilio. Thank you for coming back, uh, Johan. I took a, a little bit of a time off back in September and I came back and now I will be doing lives on and off because I have another trip next week that we're going going away uh, but I did I did schedule all the lives for the next until the end of the year so you will see them on my profile and their events um, <clears throat> so yeah all these uh, Michelle says respond not react yeah Michelle beautiful it's it's learning how to respond differently that is the work and Regardless of what happens to us, really keeping in mind that question about how can I prioritize my inner peace first, and then I will take care of whatever needs to be done. But how can I, regardless of what happens, how can I keep my inner peace in this situation? How can I prioritize it? And I know it's difficult. (laughs) I have a hard time sometimes to do that because I forget but that is the work to remind yourself as often as you can how am I feeling how is my inner peace am I taking care of myself what do I need in this moment to feel better how can I take care of myself and take care of whatever priority is happening Uh, so I heard a good tip uh, the other day don't waste a worry on something you can't change yeah, amazing, uh, Linia. That is that is amazing. Uh, exactly. Don't don't waste a worry on something that you can't change. It just doesn't make any sense. You can change how you react to things. You can change the meaning that you give to things. You can change how you what you do in the future, but what has happened cannot be changed. So why worry about something that you can't change anymore? But it's easier to, to be said than to be done right? Yeah. So what is a, what is a mental perturbation that you guys notice that you have? In my case, one of them that is really annoying for my wife Samantha is connecting with the worst case scenario always. She shares an idea, and the first thing my mind goes to, yeah, but did you think about la? And she's like, oh, you always find what can go wrong. What about all the things that can go right? And it's like, you are right. I want to connect with the possibilities and all the things that can go right, because they can happen too. Why my mind only goes, the tendency is always to go to the worst case scenario, just to be ready because if it happens, I will know what to do. But then think about my vibration. Think about what I'm feeling. Am I feeling good? Am I feeling excited or am I feeling fear and hesitation? And just think about that. What do you think I am vibrating? And then what am I going to attract more of? So that's why it's so important to catch yourself. So I need to catch myself doing that. And okay, Emilio, here you are, trying to protect yourself, going to the worst case scenario, so it makes sense that you are doing that because you think it's gonna help you be prepared. But the reality is that that's one option of a thousand, of probably more than that. So try to find the goal instead. Try to find what can go right. Try to find the possibilities and connect with that. Get excited about that. Take action with that in mind. And the outcome is gonna probably be way better if I do that. But in the moment, my, my work is to use that metacognition, that executive functioning skill to catch myself, going to the worst case scenario and to try and change that. That is the mental perturbation that is driving me in that moment. And my inner peace, it's being, it's being affected because I am not feeling well. I am not feeling safe. I am feeling threatened. I am feeling like something can go wrong and I have to do something to fix it so think this is one example of how a mental perturbation can can just destroy your inner peace Um, what we worry about usually does not happen yeah (laughs) and says work has been difficult lately definitely been thinking about the worst outcomes yeah so that's that's the work and uh, you are like me right And, and monica what we worry about usually doesn't happen and that's true so we are worrying about something that is not real it may not happen and the amount of energy that we are wasting is insane that is a huge mental perturbation perfectionism it's another big one Um, we may find ourselves procrastinating because of those mental perturbations and we stop taking action on things that may be important to us because of those mental perturbations and when you are in that state when we are there we don't have inner peace we don't feel well and so the question is like how can i recover how can i nurture my inner peace again from this situation how can i get out of this and go back to feeling well regardless of what's happening and stop identifying ourselves with the outcomes this is something that is i'm guilty of too i place my self-worth on what I create, what I make, uh, how I show up and then if things outside don't go well or they don't go the way I would like them to go, my self-worth gets affected and it's like Emilio, you have to detach, you are Emilio, you are full, you are perfect, you are <laughs> a being and what you do or don't do, what happens outside of you is just temporary, It's irrelevant. It's, it doesn't matter. I'm going to keep being Emilio regardless of what I do or I don't do. If I fail or I don't fail. It's just, okay, I failed here. So what? Okay, I did this great. So what? That shouldn't have an impact on how I feel about myself. So that is another mental perturbation is I attach myself to the outcomes of what I do, what I get involved in to the point that sometimes I lose myself and I, my inner peace gets affected by that, by the exterior results that are temporary are impermanent so i do that i try to remember that most of the things i worry about never happens and whatever happens i am able to handle it amazing Um, amanda says my husband is very critical and always thinks like that and he can't understand how it really upsets me yeah amanda my wife also feels that way She calls me many times, Emilio, you're like a saboteur. (laughs) Uh, There is a game that is called saboteur. I don't know if you guys have played it, but basically uh, there's a team of people and you have to try to make like a tunnel. And one of the team members is a saboteur. His job is to put obstacles, to do something, to change the route. And you have to find who the saboteur is. That is the game. But then uh, it's all the team against the saboteur. So the saboteur has to move, has to sneak in in ways that no one will notice him until it's too late. And then the team won't be able to finish the tunnel and get to the other to the other side. So she says so, so many times, there he is, the saboteur Emilio. <laughs> and then that's my wake up call. Okay, I am doing it again. Sorry. So yeah, so this is a constant work. This is something that you have to keep working at keep watching yourself keep reminding yourself so what are some practices that you can do to make sure that you are nurturing your inner peace so that you are feeling well that you are not attaching you are not like putting your self worth into things outside of you and how can you start doing something that that it helps you feel good now right? Uh, uh, I need it not to affect me because he won't change. Yeah, Amanda, exactly. You have to find a way not to affect you because if he doesn't want to change, you cannot make someone change if they don't want to. But you can change how you react to it. You can change the boundaries you set. You can change the way you communicate. uh, So you can change things in you that may have an impact on how things are outside but you cannot force someone else to do something that they don't want to. But you can make very clear uh, that he understands how you feel. He understands how important this is for you. He understands uh, his actions, the impact that they have on you. That's something that you can make sure that he really truly understands that because maybe he doesn't, right? Uh, Favorite worry quote from Nancy says, worrying is like paying a debt that you don't owe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love that so worrying is like paying a debt that you don't owe so if something is not yours but you are paying for something that you don't even have so that's uh, that is a good one uh, nancy i like it yeah so guys do you have any questions so far of everything that i have shared um, any any aha moments anything you want to ch- you want to share uh, anything that you notice that you do to help you nurture your inner peace and i'm happy to share some of the things that that i do on a regular basis to try and get back to to feeling good get back to nurturing that inner peace And of course, as you can imagine in that meditation retreat, one of the main tools that they use is is meditation. So they really, really sit in meditation every day a few times. They really have structure about what they do in those meditations. Uh, They open their their doors uh, to everybody who is interested. So they are giving back. Uh, So they are creating a lot of Dharma, a lot of uh, positive impact in other people. Uh, they are sharing they are being being very generous with their time with their energy with their presence so those are things that you will notice that when you are giving back giving back can look like so many different ways you can give money you can give your time you can give your help you can give uh, you can give a smile you can be nice to people you can be um, you can do things that, that will have a positive impact on other people. You can do so many things to give back and that would make you feel really, really good. Another thing, another activity that is wonderful is to just spend time with yourself and become aware of what you need and then create a self-care list. And this is something that I talk about a lot, but it's it's truly one of the best ways for you to, to start nurturing that inner peace. Okay? Um, So Monica says, this may sound cheesy, but as soon as I wake up, I say, thank you God for today. It's going to be a good day. There is good in every day. Maybe not all day, but good moments in each day. Yeah, Monica, at the end of the day, you can choose that, right? And no matter what happens, if you really want to, you can see positive in everything that happens to you, in everything really, because everything has a reason. Everything has a reason why it's happening. We may not understand it in that specific moment, but we can choose to find the gold in every situation. And many times, how many of you guys, and I'm sure that everybody's going to say me, how many of you in the past had a bad experience, what was supposed to, to be a really bad experience, and then years later, they look back at their life and they realize, wow, If that bad experience didn't happen, this, 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 and this will not have happened. And I am grateful for that bad experience because thanks to that, I am here now. Like how many of you can think of one of those? Because I can think of a lot of them. That if they didn't happen, I will not be where I am now. I will not have learned what I needed to learn. I will not have changed the way I needed to keep evolving as a person. So just think about that. How many times you can go back to the past and realize, wow, if that didn't happen, um, this, this and that will not have happened. That is something really to look about. How the meaning, how the feeling that we have about things can change over time. And how something that seemed to be bad, it ended up being good. And vice versa, something that seemed to be really good, it became really bad and at the end the event is the exact same thing it is the meaning it is how we look at it that has changed Um, so lori says meditation deep slow breathing gratefulness going for a walk in nature music all help me promote my inner peace yeah journaling helps me breathing walking my doggy talking to friends and of course inside timer but i find i need all hands on deck, including therapy, different types for grief, pain, depression, anxiety, also music, positive talks, meditation, and acupuncture. So there is not a right or wrong way of of creating your self-care list and becoming aware of what you need. And and I really invite all of you to have a self-care list. Okay, this is my self-care list. It's the one I had for the last month. And anytime I feel it's not relevant, I will do a new one, but the goal is to to become aware of what you want, to become aware of things that make you feel well. And when I created this one, I created this one and then my intuition guided me to think about what are things that I can do in less than five minutes, and then what are activity types? So what are physical things that I can do? And I put a green color. What are relaxing activities I can do? And I put an orange color. What are creative activities I can do? And they are yellow. What are fun and playful activities I can do? And they are uh, purple. And what are social activities I can do? And they are blue. And then I have things to do with Samantha, with my wife, things to do with my daughter, with Eva. And then when you look at it, for some of you, this may be overwhelming, okay? But if you have done this practice for, for a long time, you are just going to evolve your list. It's just going to be easier and easier for you to, to do this. And when I look at this, I first think, what do I need now? And sometimes I've been sitting for a long time and I just need movement and I need to have fun. So I will look for something that is playful and something that is active. Maybe going and playing padel, playing tennis, getting on my unicycle, going for a run, going for uh, juggling my balls, something like that. I know that's what I need. Sometimes I'm tired and I just feel I just need to relax, so maybe I do a meditation. I get a meditation. I lay down. I, I put my back straight on the ground. I open my arms, and, and I do a little bit of breathing. And that's what I need in that moment to come back to, nurturing that inner peace that I was I lost. Uh, so these these are some of the things that that you can create, okay. Uh, but this is just one example of mine. So as as you can see, you you can see different colors. You can see that I did some drawings too. Um, and this is from 2020. So it's been almost three years now, or more than three years. But it's still relevant for me. And, and, and you know what happens? Like, I don't even need to look at this anymore. And there are things that I do now that they are not even here, but because I'm practicing it every single day. so And that's the secret. When you start doing this, you don't need to look at a piece of paper anymore, it becomes a habit. So another thing that that I do that I have shown this many times, this is my magic rock, okay? So this is an activity that my daughter Eva, my my wife Samantha and me, we did years ago, probably three or four years ago and this is something that I have on my bedside table. Every time I look at it, This is a reminder for me to to think about what is the best moment of the day. What am I grateful for today and what is the best experience I had today? And what this does is like it takes me out of wherever I am and it forces me, it invites me to go through my day and start noticing what are the good experiences I had and which one is the best one. And this is gratefulness put into action. You are just being grateful. Oh, I'm grateful for my daughter because she gave me a kiss when I dropped her at school. Wow, my wife made me an amazing lunch today. And I talked to my friend and and he was super happy about that. And I'm so happy for that. So that was a really good moment. And I'm trying to find the best moment of the day. But getting there, it's inviting me to look at everything that happened. And then when you are feeling grateful, when you are feeling well, you are not feeling bad. So you cannot feel good and bad at the same time. And this is another another thing that you could do, have a visual reminder of some sort that when you look at it, um, you remind yourself, hey, let's look at what happened today, the good stuff and the stuff that made me feel well. Um, <clears throat> so what do the colors mean? So the colors, the colors of, of my self-care list means activity type. Okay, so I have I have different colors for different activity types. Why? Because I found that self-care practices can be physical, they can be creative, they can be fun, playful, they can be social, they can be relaxing, they can be and you can come up with whatever adjectives you need. For some of you, maybe you come up with I want self-care practices to be, I want spiritual I want meditation, I want relaxing and maybe for you that is having a bubble bath or having a massage or having a I don't know getting under a blanket with your partner and watching a movie, so you you can create whatever you want, this is just a reminder and you know what you do this and then you share it with your partner, with the people you love and anytime I'm feeling down my wife will come and say hey have you done any of this today why don't you grab your juggling balls and and juggle in front of me for 30 seconds and i will be i don't want to please do it and i will do it and i I will be like automatically 30 seconds that's what it took right so very important Uh, sunshine on my face is always helpful for me yeah sunshine is amazing uh about a month ago, I started working on my treadmill followed by meditation. I do this night after I get dressed and make my bed. Uh, it has now become a habit, so I don't have to think about doing it. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You don't have to think about doing it. When you do something and you repeatedly do it for a few days, it becomes a habit. Um, inner peace is one very important way. Uh, we also have a duty, I feel, to speak up when we see injustice yeah absolutely Uh, expressing what you see is also very important finding the way to do that is also an art because the impact of your words uh, think about intention versus impact sometimes we have an intention when we are saying something but the impact of the way we say that thing the words that we use the impact on the other person can be very different to the intention that we had. And this is something to keep in mind. I remember with my ex-girlfriend, sometimes uh, we were having an argument and I was reflecting, it's like, but I think what I was saying was right. And then after a few hours, we will get together and I will ask her like, what happened? And then she will tell me like, Emilio, what you were saying was right. And I agree with it, but I didn't like the delivery. I didn't like the way you told me. I didn't like this expression, bad expression that you had. I didn't like the tone of your voice. I didn't like you being on my face like this. So the exact same message delivered on a different way has a completely different impact. So just think about that because your inner peace and the people you love's inner peace can be affected by what you do. The actions that you choose, and the way you do things. And sometimes it's just a matter of refining your delivery, finding a different way of expressing, maybe asking about what do you need to feel safe when we are talking about this? What do you need me to do? What are you noticing that is bothering you from the way I share this with you? Just be curious, ask questions. Maybe the other person doesn't even know, but they will kind of feel it. So yeah, very important topic. Um, You fed my energy. (laughs) Thank you, Emilie, I have to run. You fed my inner peace this morning. Amazing bar, thank you so much for coming. Uh, Great idea to look at such a a chart. I am sending my love to everyone from Southern Maine territory in the northeast of the indigenous homelands of america thank you so much heidi so yeah guys thank you so much for being here i hope that this was helpful i hope that you got some inspiration i hope that you find ways to cultivate your inner peace on a daily basis don't forget about doing that set reminders have a magic stone create your self-care list Do whatever you need to do to make sure that you check in with yourself often, that you have a practice of some sort to help you ground yourself, to help you come back to to that inner peace, whatever that means to you, and to really become aware of what's happening, how is what's happening impacting me. And regardless of what's happening, and I will take care of it, what can I do first prioritize my inner peace so that i can show up from that place because you can show up for priorities you can show up for emergencies from your inner peace or you can show up for those things from being stressed from a mental perturbation being afraid being stressed being uh, annoyed frustrated angry sad so there is a lot of places that you can act from And our job is to try and start acting more from that inner peace rather than from these temporary uh, mental perturbations that sometimes they take the the, the wheel and they start driving us and we end up in places that we don't like. Uh, So as always, if you enjoy this talk and you can support me with a donation, uh, I would love to receive it and I hope to see you um, in the next life. You can find all the events that I have scheduled on my events page, on my profile inside timer profile okay so you can see the ones i have until the end of the year you can join there and you can join my circle it's called your thriving lifestyle and remember that i have five courses one of them i talk about today about executive functioning skills but i have one about self-care i have another one about minimalism i have one about intentional time management and i have one about creating your peaceful and clutter free home okay so they are all designed to help you cultivate your inner peace in different ways so depending what you need right now you can choose one or the other okay um, amazing thank you guys for being here uh, i hope that you guys have an amazing weekend and i will see you in the next life okay um, amazing thank you guys Adiós.